Welcome to The Counter Offer. I am your host, Susanna Gray-Jones, recruitment strategist and owner of Chime Search. It is my belief that it's simply not worth being a mediocre recruiter. Recruiting is tough, and it is my mission to make sure that you get all the best tricks and use the daily rituals to be the highest earning billers to become exceptional recruiters. So tune in and learn the secrets that the elite don't want you to know. This week, I get to go solo. And for those who don't know me, here it goes. My name is Susanna Gray-Jones. I have been in recruitment for 15 years. and I'm genuinely curious about others. And I feel fortunate to be able to match recruiters to hopefully their ideal role. Is it just a bad day? Is it imposter syndrome? Is change actually what you need? Or are you getting stuck in your own way and stuck in a rut? After listening to this episode, you will hopefully have an increased understanding and inspiration on how to get unstuck and give you the courage to explore and potentially raise your game. Hello, my name is Susanna Gray-Jones and today I am going to be doing a solo podcast. In fact, this is my first solo podcast ever. So if you get to the end of this podcast, thank you very much. I will do my best to keep it as interesting as possible. And I felt that it was really, really important to do a solo podcast about change. And especially because most of the people that I'm speaking to on a daily basis are always talking about change and they're afraid of change or they might be wondering whether it is the right time for them to make that new jump into a new role. And it's one of the most big decisions that you can ever make because you spend more time at work than you do at home with your family. So you need to make sure that if you are changing role, that you're doing it for the right reason and that you're not making the wrong move. And at the same time, that you are not being held back by fear and then staying in a role where you are not being the best version of yourself. So let's start with the main reasons that it might be time for you to change your current recruitment role. I would say, first of all, you have to ask yourself, do you feel like you're being put down all the time or do you feel like the best skills that you have are being brought out? I knew because I was working for a sales firm where somebody said to me that I couldn't go out on visits, sales visits, because my desk wasn't tidy enough. From that moment, I knew that actually... I probably wasn't in the best job because essentially my skills were sales, yet they were making it more important for my skills to be to keep my desk tidy. My desk is much tidier now, by the way. Before you judge, I am actually quite tidy. But you have to ask yourself, do you feel that your best skills are being brought out? Do you feel that you are being recognized for your strengths or are you being picked out all the time on your weaknesses? It's a really, really important thing. I went to work somewhere after that who, despite my lack of organization and dyslexia and dyspraxia and all the things, they made me feel like I was really good at what I did. So are you being made to feel like you are good at what you do? Do you feel like leaving all the time? Do you feel like you're always looking for what else could be out there? And then you convince yourself that actually it's better to stay where I am because, let's face it, fear of the unknown is better the devil you know. Why would I want to make a jump? Like, it's such a risk. Does that sound like you? 
Do you feel like you aren't performing in the way that you have previously? And you don't know why, but you just cannot get that motivation up. And you simply just don't feel challenged enough to keep going. And we've all been there. If you feel like every day is a slog and you used to be so much better at what you're doing, something's not right. Do you constantly, and this is a real key one, I see it in loads of teams. Do you have the buddies that you kind of get with at lunchtime and you find that all you do together is speak about how unfair the culture is and how unhappy you are in the environment? Hey, misery loves a friend. And it's so common for us to just divulge in groups about why we are unhappy in the environment, why that bottle's unfair, why we're not getting paid enough. Honestly, my advice to be blunt is stop fricking whinging. And if this is making you this unhappy, don't spread it. Just go and find yourself a better role, a better environment. Do you feel like you were just dreading work every Sunday evening, like in the pit of your stomach, that Sunday evening gets closer and you're just dreading work on a Monday. It feels like the worst thing ever. That's not normal. You shouldn't feel like that. Do you also feel exhausted every day, just boredom, lack of motivation, looking at the clock for when you can walk out? Again, there are so many places that have loose promises, things that have been said that will happen like progression plans, financial compensations, things that just have been made and then maybe just haven't been kept, like promises that haven't been kept. Remember, you are spending more time with these people than your family. You have to trust their word. It's so important for you. And then just knowing that there's nowhere for you to go. Nowhere for you to progress. Can you be your best version of yourself in your current role? If not, then honestly, your time is worth so much more than that. Don't get in your way. Value your time and find somewhere that will appreciate you, let you progress and be the best version of yourself. After all, please don't forget that the very purpose and existence of being alive is like one in a trillion. So now you're here on earth. Let me make it count. You know, seriously, make it count because it's not worth being somewhere where you just feel like you were not appreciated. So why do people stay? You know, we're all feeling like this. Maybe we're feeling a bit, oh, I don't want to be in this role anymore. Then why are we staying? So there's lots of things. And this is what's really interesting. I find this fascinating because, by the way, it is normal, absolutely normal to feel that you want to feel part of your existing company. It's that cozy feeling. It's our amygdalas. The amygdala is something in your brain that originates and it has reactions that stem all the way from caveman times. And the amygdala reacts before the rational side of our brain can kick in. So go back to the caveman times and imagine that if you were going to leave the cave, your tribe would abandon you and you would be left on your own. Okay. Now that is called fight or flight. And the amygdala does something which is called fight or flight. When we feel like we're going to be rejected or excluded, like if someone told you that you weren't invited to a party, you're not going to say, woohoo, I'm so excited. I'm not invited to the party. You're probably going to feel a bit gutted. And that is the fight or flight in your brain. That's called the amygdala. And that is why so many people stay in roles because their fear of not being part of that belonging, that tribe, if you like. And that's normal to feel scared. And that's your amygdala kicking in. And sometimes we just need to let the neocortex rational side of our brain be like, hey, no, actually, it will suck and it will be hard and I'll miss these people, but it's time to go. Sometimes it is the social culture. You just love the people, but you're still not happy. And then there are some companies where they simply make you feel guilty. They make you feel really guilty. I've seen this so many times where people get told that actually you might think it's better off elsewhere. 
but people always come back to us and it's really awful in other companies. That's not okay because you can make that decision for yourself. No one can make that decision for you. So I would not always say it is the right thing to do to move role. And frankly, I think if you've already had two plus jobs in the last 18 months, it has to make sense. It has to either be a progression plan or has to be really obvious for you to make that move because you don't want to have a jumpy CV because that can really, really spoil your future chances of thriving in your career. Recruiters are always really suspicious of someone who's been in a role for less than probably less than a year. Like you want to really ideally stay in a company for two plus years. Also, if you're speaking to recruiters and you haven't even told your bosses that actually you kind of need more money or you want that progression, you need to give them the chance first because there's no point in accepting another role and then getting a counter offer and staying because it's just wasting your time. It's wasting your recruiter's time. and It's wasting your potential employer's time. So always talk to your boss, your existing boss or your existing company and see what the reaction is. Tell them that you feel that this is what you want for yourself. I really am struggling at the moment and would just like a bit of a pay rise. What do I need to do to get that pay rise? What do I need to do to get that promotion? See how they respond. Give them the chance first instead of just jumping and then the trust is gone and you know, you're know you just in a, in a load of mess. So my recommendation is, and speak to me about this, if you're worried about how to speak to your boss, about how to improve your working circumstances, and I can help you and I can coach you through that. So do get in contact with me for free and I'll happily give you my time. All these things. But then how can you feel empowered to move? If you're feeling scared, you're feeling like you're going to be away from your safe zone, how can you then feel empowered to actually make the move? As I said before, you know, the chances of us being here are so rare. Don't let fear get in your way. Sometimes we do get in our own way of success. We convince ourselves of all these things that are better off where we are and change have proved myself again and all these things. And sometimes we can just be completely blinded by that need to feel secure, that need to feel safe. So make sure, first of all, that you are not just jumping to the first company, that you are speaking to at least two or three as a minimum. And then ask the right questions in your new role. They might say, hey, our commission structure goes up to 30%. It doesn't mean anything. So you need to find out exactly what the average consultant is earning on target earnings in that company. Ask them key questions like, what is the retention like of your consultants here? Like, how long do people tend to stay on average? Look for signals. Ask to see the office. Do people look happy? Is there a good vibe? Is there a good buzz in there? Or do they all look miserable? Ask them how they manage people, what their expectations would be. And you want to know that you're getting check-ins, that you're getting coaching. What kind of training will I get in this role? Really key questions. You want to find somewhere that invests in you, somewhere that can give you a realistic idea of what you could be earning by five or six months in. And then I would always say, ask them what you need to do to be successful in that company. And when you do get to that point where you need to hand in your notice, which is freaking hard. I remember when I had to hand in my notice after 13 years of service, right? And I ended on excellent terms with them. I had no bad feelings at all. And even if you do have bad feelings, it's best to end on good terms anyway, because you never know when these people might come up again in your life, in your especially in your recruitment life. So my advice is 
first of all, when you do hand in your notice, to always do it with gratitude, to make sure that you are explaining the reasons why. If they say to you, oh, can you just, is, what can we do? Or can you have a think? It's always better to say no if you don't think you're going to end up staying because ultimately you never want to be in a position where you stay just because they give you a counter offer because they want you want to feel valued already, not just when you put a gun to their head and said that you're leaving. So, you know, always, always end on good terms. And oh, honestly, the notice period, work your ass off. Make sure that you end a legacy there. Remembering that sometimes it's actually a good thing. It's a good thing for them and they might not realize it. If you're not feeling motivated, you're not a good employee for that organization. I was a great employee, but it came to a point that I wasn't. And I knew that in the pit of my stomach. They hadn't figured it out, but they probably would have done because I was gradually losing losing my buzz. I was tired. I had two babies and it just it wasn't a good fit for them anymore either. And I wanted to get in there first. And I think now if they look back, they probably realize it was the best thing for both parties. So my advice would be end on good terms. If you're starting to feel a bit stale, the likelihood is that you are feeling stale for a reason. And it's that time to get on the front foot and find somewhere that you feel challenged and that you can be a better version of yourself. So there we are. (laughs) This is my episode, short and sweet. But I wanted to say if anyone is listening to this and they feel like, do you know what? I still don't know whether it is time for me to make that move. I will give you free coaching on it. Honestly, for me, it's not about telling you you've got to make a move so I can make a quick buck. It's more about trying to help you find out what the best environment for you is. And sometimes staying is the right thing for you. And I will give you my honest assessment of that because I believe more in long-term relationships, getting referrals and finding people who I can guide and genuinely help. The best recruiters are the ones who want to help people and basically make their recruitment career a more successful and long one. So if you got to this point, thank you for listening. And I really appreciate you for tuning into my podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you liked it, please leave us a five-star review. We continually try to get the top billers in the world of recruitment to help you increase your billings, be a top commission earner, and most importantly, live your most rewarding life. You can find out about new roles on my Instagram at Susanna Chime Search, and you can find me on LinkedIn or join the Chime Searches page to get all of the latest recruitment updates and tips. Thank you for listening.